Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. told you what i watched i watched uh sing oh yeah finally got around to watching sing because somebody had to take a day off i did take a day off and it was glorious but during that day i watched sing and holy cow dude that movie delivered i did not i i mean i expected it to be good but i didn't think it deliver everything that i wanted it to deliver was it just music or was mean? there a story Oh yeah, there's absolutely a story. Okay. Yeah, there's no romance in it, so you probably well, no, like that it, was that but... was the problem that I had with it. My my idea of the movie was, it's going to be we have to save the thing, we saved the thing, or there was either one of two options happen: they make enough money to save the building, mm-hmm. or they don't make enough money to save the building, and it goes ahead and gets demolished. But the koala bear person goes and gets all these people that he's gathered and they open up a new building now some of that is kind of what happens but not really basically it starts out and the movie theater is gonna be closed like the bank's gonna foreclose on the movie theater or the theater it's not a movie theater and then basically throughout the process of him trying to do this one last show to bring in enough money to save it they actually accidentally totally destroy the theater like i know like you do it falls like crumbles to the ground and then things go on and then eventually a patron saves the theater and they rebuild it but it's i mean that's the bullet points but no it has a really good story and it was awesome the music was amazing it was you know kind of a classic singing competition like american idol or something but they got really cool people to do really cool songs did they have a Ryan Seacrest type character? No, there wasn't like a host oh. character because they never actually got to the point where they were actually doing the show like the original way they wanted to. They kind of improv it. At the, it's hard to explain without seeing it. But no, no Ryan Seacresty character. But the character design in this movie is freaking phenomenal. It's so good. Some of the best character design I've seen in the last couple of years. Every single animal in that is just adorable. It was awesome. So I totally recommend it. You should watch it. Well, I mean, you didn't buy it, so I would have Yet. to spend three ninety nine on it. I'm going I'm to buy spend it. Three ninety nine on it. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. No, I, I'm, I'm going to get it. for you to spend your three ninety nine and then spend twenty dollars on it, and then let me watch it. Well, we already did the first part. Yeah. Second part won't happen because I won't spend that much money for it, but I will get it. Seventeen dollars. That I could do. Okay. 
is probably what it is on Amazon right now. Yeah. So it was good, man. I what about you? Have you watched anything? No. Nothing. Played Mass Effect. Oh, there's animation in that, right? Yeah. Didn't really play for a long a long time though. That's I the... I remember playing the first game thinking it looked really really cool, like the visuals. And I imagine they've just gotten better along the way. So is this one like another leap forward in visual quality? Yeah, I mean, I like. I mean, I haven't played too much of it. I've played maybe about two hours of it. Oh, so okay. It's not a not a long long time. Nice, I like it. So I guess you you finished Ladybug the second time through. Yeah. So you're out of shows right now. I'm out of shows. You need to watch Tron Uprising. And on that bombshell, welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 35. Yeah, 35. I remember things. Nice job, dude. Our last March to the Stars episode. Yeah, our Sci-Fi Month conclusion. I've had fun during Sci-Fi Month. I thought I've had a good time. It's been all right. I've I've enjoyed it. Wally was the first one of this month, and it's it's our biggest episode yet, right? Yeah, because we put Star vs. Forces of Evil on it. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, Wally and Star vs. of Evil equals Star vs. of Evil most downloaded uh, episode yet. Yeah, yeah. Don't fight me on this. I'm not fighting. I know the analytics. Oh my gosh. Um. Any anything in news? The Justice <sighs> League I trailer know dropped. Of. Oh, that's oh okay. That's um it's animated. Live action. Yes. Live action. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's I didn't think that was because there was something Justice Leaguey recently that was animated, right? Justice League Dark. Dark. That's yeah, right. It's right over there. Okay, that already happened. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Somebody said something Rated about R. the Justice League trailer at work yesterday, and yep. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> to be I was, honest, that was pretty good. Okay. Um, cool. Mass Effect's out. Um... You were saying something earlier today about an anime movie that you said we should watch. Is that something that's coming out soon? Or a Silent Voice? Yeah. Well, it's out in Japan. Um, I don't know who has the rights for it. I would assume Mad Men Entertainment has the rights for it over here. Mm-hmm. But from what I could tell, there was no release date okay. for it yet. So we don't know if they're even dubbing it or anything like I that? Know. Okay. No idea. Nice. Cool. cool. Um, what else we got? Really, oh. I've been working so much, I haven't been paying attention to anything this week. I was I was looking at some of the stuff, and on the Warren Theater site, yeah, in Broken Arrow on April twenty eighth through the thirtieth, mm-hmm. they're doing a well, I guess that weekend screenings of the English dub of the Cowboy Bebop movie. Really? So I think we may have to go down to Broken Arrow in at the end of April. Nice. Go see Cowboy Bebop on the big screen. That's Never pretty seen sweet. Cowboy Bebop on the big screen. Yeah, I haven't either. I want to see Cowboy Bebop. I wonder if they're playing it in Texas that weekend. Oh, are you going to be on Tejas that weekend? I will be. I would assume they are. I would check an <laughs> Alamo out. Yeah, probably. It's got to be some sort of anniversary of it. Maybe the 20th anniversary or something. Well, I don't think I have those notes in this notebook because I think I started this after that. Let's see. It was a 1998 yeah. sunrise. So, yeah, I want probably to... close to around there. Really? 20th? I would say so, because it was 1998. Wow. I can't believe it's that old. Well, the, and the English dub was 1998. Okay. Probably 90s. Well, yeah, it would probably yeah, be 97. Maybe it's 20th anniversary. Yeah. Dang. Jeez. That's that crazy. Cool. That's crazy. Um, well, the movie we were, we were talking about today is 15 years old already. I can't believe that. That's crazy, man. 
Makes you uh, feel old. How do you think I feel? <laughs> uh, Boss Baby also comes out this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's Boss exciting. Baby. We've been talking and about that one for a while. Then the next week. Then the biggie the following weekend. Name. Yes. So excited. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> I just want to watch your name. Because I don't know if we're going to be able to see Boss Baby next week. Um, This weekend? Like opening weekend? Yeah. Yeah. It's not really that likely. Um, maybe during the week, some some night after work, we can do it. Um, I mean, I'll probably check it out Sunday morning because Saturday is going to be hard because we've mm-hmm. got D and D night. Oh yeah, I'm excited. The first D and D night. It's going to be great. So yeah, we can we can figure something out. I mean, I'm definitely going to see it. I just don't know that I'll be able to see it opening weekend. Yeah, same. Um, so what else did we get? Oh, um, the newest episode. Uh, or the series from premiere finale premiere of uh the tangled series. oh yeah Stuff yeah cool on. still can't watch it on amazon that's lame the movie's not out there and i can't watch the series either that's weird i, I wonder what the delay it. is no idea like you can't even rent nope. it right i checked it this morning it was nowhere huh i find I, that really surprising it's, they must... yeah, it's bizarre huh. and it's on is it on disney channel or disney, disney xd channel. okay yeah, it seems like the channel ones are the ones that are most exclusive, doesn't it? Yeah, because I mean, like the I could get Gravity Falls and Star; those are on XD. They're on XD, I can yeah. Get them real easy, right? So I don't know. It's That's weird. weird. It's, it's really bizarre. I don't get it. Unless they have something going on with Amazon, but then it was like, well, if Disney Channel has something going on with Amazon, then that would be the whole entire Disney Corporation would have something with Amazon. Yeah. Well, you'd think that with their deal with Netflix, that maybe some of their TV stuff would have a home there, but it doesn't seem to be the case. No. That's lame. It is. I, I, I'm not even 100% sure how that works, because I thought it was mm-hmm. supposed to be three months after the movie hits theaters it's available on netflix yeah but which i think that's nothing been... like that has been like that yeah i think that's been mostly the case with the stuff they've come out with in the last what year they've come out with in the last year well i mean like pete's dragon got on there pete's and dragon came out way more than three months ago well i don't know when it got on there like it was like last month okay so i mean it's it's longer than the time frame yeah. Same thing with Moana. I never knew Moana about the three month. By now, I never knew about the, the three month rule. Well, I thought I thought that's what I read. Yeah, I could it, be wrong on that. It may have been six months, but I mean, even then, maybe it's at that point they've got the ability to buy the license to then stream it, and maybe it's Netflix deciding, ah, eh, we're going to wait a little longer on this one. Well, you I, would know? Assume, I would assume Disney would want to wait because if you can watch it on Netflix. They'd want to wait until after the exactly. it they would gets released the, in exactly. physical format. Yeah, I would agree with that. So it's just weird. It's a weird, weird thing. Archer season seven, I believe, is coming on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, okay. In April. Nice. So I'm like, yeah. That, that'll fill get, my, get back to my give Archer you your things. fill. Yeah. So, so that'll fill that. the gap between then and that, that'll fill the gap for about two days. You just don't know how to like let anything like just stretch no, out a little binge bit. It. That's all you do is binge. Just binge. That's the, dude, that's the You're best also way to watch much more willing to then immediately rewatch something. Yes. Uh, yeah, see I'm not that way. Like I'll watch a show and then I mean, I don't necessarily want to come back what, to it well, for that's, a couple that's what years. You, do. you binge it and then you go back and you watch it again. So it's like a double binge. Yeah. So that way anything that you missed from the original <laughs> binging, you've made up for in the second binge. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just, I don't have that kind of time. 
Well, yeah, because you <laughs> pretend to work all the time. I do work all off. the time, man. Yeah, I took a day off so I could work. Whose fault is that? Uh, mine. I yep, understand that. <laughs> so, you want to tell everybody what we decided to watch this week? Yeah, the final March to the Stars movie for us was Treasure Planet from Disney Feature Animation. So, 2002. It's another uh, Ron Clements, John Musker film. Same team that brought us Little Mermaid and all the great movies they did after that. Did you know, though, I didn't know this until I was doing research for this movie. It was based off of Treasure Island? Yes. <sighs> yeah, that's not what I was going to say. That it's not the best rendition of Treasure Island? Yes. Well, yeah, no, nobody thinks it is. That would be stupid. Uh, that they actually pitched the idea for this movie simultaneously with Little Mermaid in 1985. They've been wanting to, they had been wanting to do it for that long. They pitched it way back when. It was Jeffrey Katzenberger who said, no, he wasn't interested in it. He was in charge of the studio at that time. And he kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Oh, and they kept hear? bringing it to the table, but he kept saying no. And they finally got to do it 17 years later. What do you think crazy. about Bob Iger getting the extension? I'm for it, man. I think he's been great for the company. You? Okay. Uh, I didn't think you had an opinion, but I, no, was, I, was, to see. I was I was trying to get you to go into a little more detail, but all I get from you is, oh, yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, what do you want me to say? I, I wish he would never retire. I think he's great. I think he's done awesome things for the company. I like the way that he's um, made a focus of investing back in the, the parks because the parks is really my favorite thing about the Disney company. So, Do the parks um, make money? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I Absolutely. didn't know if that was not a- all of them are as profitable, you know, as because they're run as their own separate business. Each one like Disneyland is a business. California Adventure is a business. The Magic Kingdom in uh, Florida is a business. Epcot is a business. They've never shut down one, have they? Um, they've been I mean, maybe, closed maybe on some certain of, maybe days. Some of the resorts. No, but oh, you mean like closed. actually close down a park forever? Yeah. Some of the um, water parks, Disney water parks, and well, at, at least. I think two water parks in Disney World have been closed down because they replaced them with new ones. But no, none of the actual um, traditional Disney parks have ever been shut down. They're way too profitable. So there's no like, oh, no, I guess I've got Disney Paris for, that seems seems weird that Disney Paris is going to cover all of Europe. Well, I mean, it, it, it. Maybe like Disney Munich. The problem is you have to have these. With the exception of Tokyo, they have really made made it a point to put them in mostly temperate locations where they've had to come up with some really weird solutions to deal with the snow in Tokyo Disney. But all the other locations are places that pretty much have limited weather throughout the year. You know, maybe some rain and that's it. So like putting something in Munich, like you couldn't really deal with that. They rarely get anything yeah, I guess, I guess like you snow in Paris. Want, you know, Lond- like Disney London. Yeah, no, it'd be rainy and foggy lot. all the time, and that it would, would be, be the best. Though, I would like, love yeah, that if place. it was Mary Poppins Land, yeah, oh. go for it. You do do it, you know. But it it's just you know that's why I I feel like their next logical place to put a park is going to be. I don't know if there's enough population to support it, but I would say maybe Australia, and I say that because. 
every time I go to Disneyland, I run into packs of Australians. Like it is their jam to go to vacation and go to Disneyland. Like it's crazy how many Australians I've met at Disneyland. It's awesome. I've always enjoyed meeting people from all over the world there. And it just seems like that that right now has the highest concentration of tourists at Disneyland is Australia. You would think that, that would it would be better for them to go to Tokyo Disney. Yeah, but there's still a it's major still draw to those original American parks, whether it's Disneyland or Disney World. I know a ton of British people who are always going to Disney World. Like, I follow several people, and they live in England, but they're in Disney World all the time. And I never see them at Euro Disney in Paris. I never see that. You know, sometimes, yes. But so there's there's something well, to be said Euro about Disney the bit, draw. You know, kind of. Well, it's only one park yeah. uh, that I, I think. They might have another, like, a water park or something there. I can't remember. But it's really just the, it's just Disneyland Paris is what it is. I can't remember what it's called now. They've changed the name of it a few times. Literally. I think it's Disneyland Paris now. And yeah, that's it. And it's kind of become known as the least like updated park. You know, they haven't really invested a lot in keeping it maintained and plussing it, which is an idea that Walt invented where he always wanted to plus everything like Go back to the drawing board and let's see if we can make this even better and continually evolve all the attractions and keep them fresh and new and inspiring. And that's the park that apparently has gotten the least attention. So, you know, it's not that's why Bob Iger, part of his plans are he's trying to take it back over because it's only like I think Disney's a minority owner of it. And that's true with a lot of their international parks. They don't own these outright, usually in order to finance them. They just allow the licensing to happen, and it's those countries that really finance the building of them. Like Hong Kong is the same way, and then Tokyo, I think, is the same way. Um, Shanghai, I believe, is more of a partnership. Um, But they don't – it's not like the Disney company went out and built these parks. They had to have those countries really foot a lot of the bill, and thus they've got a lot of the ownership of those. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Back to Treasure Planet. Yeah, back to Treasure Planet. <laughs> uh, so like you said, Robert Louis Stevenson, uh, it's it's based on that uh, 19th century novel, which, uh, fun fact, to use a Joshism, that is the very first novel ever I read. ever read was really? Treasure Island. Yeah. He's right in there. That's a great book. And I love I it. I was talking with Charlie earlier. And she was talking to me about how she read like the illustrated abridged version when she was a kid, like a little kid. And like she would use those like as a stepping stone and then read the full book if she was interested in it. And she's like, that one? Nah, I I left it at that. Like she was not interested at all. And then she said the same thing about Swiss Family Robinson. And I was like, so you don't like the little boy adventure books? And she's like, yeah. yeah, And it makes sense. This is kind of a boy story, you know? and swashbuckling pirates and yeah yeah exactly and i i I get it i think that's part of the reason why this isn't a super popular movie because it does kind of mostly just appeal to boys now i'm not saying that girls can't like sci-fi and adventure films and you know uh movies of this nature or stories of this nature but by and large it seems to be a male uh target audience for something like this if I would have been younger when this came out, I mm-hmm. probably would have enjoyed it more. You think so? Like if I would have been eight, 
Yeah. It's like, you know, five, six, seven, eight. If I would have been in that air, you know, area, I think mm-hmm. it would have been okay. Okay. But. So being, what you're saying is you didn't enjoy this movie? But being 13 when the movie came out, it's kind of like, kind of past that a little bit. I was into more video games and stuff at that point. Okay. Starting to get into the anime more. Well, no, let's see, that would have been 2002. So yeah, I was already deep in that hole. Uh-huh. So the anime was already happening. So I kind of moved on. So do you remember what bit. your impression of that movie was back then? It was another Disney movie. Like it didn't impress no, you at all? Like honestly, like you didn't the, think the, it was cool? Maju- you didn't think it the was... The majority of the Disney movies growing up, mm-hmm. I like Pocahontas as a Disney movie, whatever. Yeah. You know. Well, you would have been really young at that point. Six. I've never seen Pocahontas, though. Seven. Wait, when were you born? What year? 88. 88. So you would have been seven when that yeah. came out. Never you remember resonated, seeing that? Never resume, resonated with me. Okay. Yeah, dude, my, my mom took me to, we went to all the Disney stuff that came out mm-hmm. for a long time. Right. Um, I had all the VHSs of everything, animated, non-animated, whatever. If it was a Disney movie and it was available on VHS, we had it. Nice. So I had everything because my mom, good mom loves Disney. <laughs> so we had all, I had all that growing I had the complete adventures of the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh on VHS growing Ooh, up. Ooh, nice. So yeah, I had, I had a lot of Disney growing up, but mm-hmm. I don't know, just some of the movies just like never like hit me really. Okay. And this is one that just never, never hit. So what about on your rewatch today? It's all right. <coughs> I liked, uh, uh, what's his name? Is it Dilbert? Doppler? Dop- no, huh? The doctor? The doctor. Doppler. Is it Dilbert Some, Doppler? Something Doppler is his last name. Yeah, whatever. Niles. I liked Niles. <laughs> I thought he was great. Awesome. Okay. And it's Emma, it's Emma Roberts, right? Thompson. Thompson. Emma Thompson. As, I don't know who Emma Roberts is. As? As the captain. As, what's yes. her name? Kitty Cat. As the cat. So I like Niles and the cat. What's, mm-hmm. her, what's her name? Phoebe? No. What was it? Daphne. So I like Niles and Daphne. Oh my god! In in this show in the movie, and I wish that would have been more Niles and Daphne. Mm-hmm. But Amelia, Captain Amelia, very close to Daphne, <laughs> like Earhart. Cool. Yeah, so um, yeah, I like Niles and Amelia. I thought they were great together. Yeah, and, I like their dynamic. Like, I, I gotta tell you, Doppler got on my nerves. Oh, I, no, I, I thought he was great. I like David Hyde like Pierce ben. and Frasier, but as a cartoon character, like to me, it's just like, whoa, dude, you're this is, this is just cheesy. I liked Ben. Which one was Ben? The robot, Martin Short. Oh God, really? Yeah. I cannot believe you liked Ben. He was a Martin Short type character. Uh, yeah, he was like Jiminy Glick on speed. Oh, so much, so dude, much. That's no, why it was I, perfect. I was like, somebody find the back of this dude's head. We need to get him normalized. <laughs> To some degree. Then he got normalized. Then he was totally cool. He was chill a little bit. Was, uh, like, ah! It was like he, he took it down he took it a down notch. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, he, but oh. yeah, I cared nothing That's for funny. Jim. Jim, yeah. There is, there's no connection that I felt for him. I didn't care about his story. He, There was nothing. Yeah. And Bluebit, whatever the stupid little thing's called, <laughs> didn't care an ounce for Bluebit. Uh. And silver it's kind of like you don't like john silver he was he was tolerable oh wow. the rest of his crew it's weird because i like the not... exact opposite of everything you're saying right now like john silver is my favorite thing in this movie really i, I do love the captain 
Uh, I think she's hilarious. No, but what's what's good about John? I mean, not John. Uh, uh, Jim. Oh well, I mean, Jim is. Jim is kind of just the person that's there to center the story around and, and kind of have everything happen around it. Yeah, well, I said I said John. No, I said oh. John Silver. Oh, we're talking about yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. No. I, th- I thought you said Jim, Jim is not my favorite character. Okay, good. Yeah, no, no I, I like him. Like, he, he's, he's tolerable. Him. There's a couple of scenes where I'm kind of like, yeah, kind of get on with it a little bit. You do that in every movie. I do that in every yeah. movie though. Where it's just kind of like a dream. If like you already drawing. get the point of something, you don't want it to linger yes. ever. Yeah. You want it to move on because you've already gotten the point. When you like figure out like, oh snap, he's a bad guy, but well, then come then on, he's got you, you know the story of Treasure Island. Yeah, I know, you know just, exactly. I know, exactly, I know the story of Treasure Island. Right. That's why it's like none of this was a surprise, <laughs> and so it's like, oh well. Okay. That's why it's just neat to see them, you know, retell it in a different environment with. You know, they took some liberties with the plot, but I love some liberties. They went in I space. Love, oh, yeah, <laughs> the, huge liberties with the <laughs> setting. Some liberties with the plot, but his character to me is just such a great rendition of John Silver, and it was like playing an homage to what we classically think of as that character, but also kind of bringing some newness to it as well, and. I really like the way that they developed the relationship between him and Jim. And I think Jim plays off of that well. Now, I don't, I, I kind of agree. And I don't think Jim is a very dynamic character, even though I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I, he's one of my favorite actors. But, you know, they didn't really do much with that kid and with that character. They, they kind of invented the whole part about him being this troubled kid who's always getting into mischief and whatever they did that to kind of play up his mother's story and and her hardship and blah 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 blah. i'm surprised they didn't kill his mom well they at least had his dad will you know leave like they gotta do something they can't just have a happy home in the in the the book i don't remember i kind of feel like she does and that's why he ends up leaving like Mm -hmm. going off because he's like well crap because he stows away yeah and in this one he just like i've read it he joins up they're like yeah expedition (laughs) okay oh i love the the port city where it looks like a crescent moon and they pan in that's awesome and it comes up yeah i thought that was great you know, I really thought that the animation in this was was pretty good with their combination of, of CG and 2D animation. They really, I felt, did a great blending of it. It's one of the best Disney films of that era in that regard. And I remember watching this maybe 10 years ago and not being that impressed by it for whatever reason. But re-watching it this week, I was like, okay, this is actually really good. Like, I don't have as much problem with it as I did maybe a decade ago. And maybe that's because I've seen so many that have really struggled with it that when I go back and see something that's like, no, they actually really did a pretty good job here. Yeah, I, I mean, thought the, it was good. the visuals aren't bad. Yeah. Like, th- there was no time where I was like, this movie's awful. It wasn't <laughs> like Titan A or anything like that. Right. Where there was just like, things that like jumped out at you and mm-hmm. were like we're bad you know there was nothing like that right um i did, the one thing i did like i liked his book when he was a little kid and he was reading his little book mm-hmm. and like he like, sticks his face in and like all the people are just yeah still doing the thing i was like that was kind of cool That's... i wish i had a book like that yeah with like those cool holographic, uh-huh, image holographic animations yeah. that come out that would be amazing yeah i would have 
read the whole book over again right then and there. Yeah, it read to me. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought the visuals were good. I think the character design is really good. I think Jim's character design is a little bit weird to me. I'm not a big fan of the way that they do his face. You know, what the was little up, what nose was up with this that was thing? long. Like he had that thing on his yeah, it was, cheek. It was like a weird, like dimple crease. I couldn't tell. It's like I don't know. Was it a scar? But then it would move whenever he moved. I so think it was, like, it was supposed so to. So is it his chin? Like is it his cheek? I think it's supposed to be just like a crease, like a like a dimple crease kind of thing that happens when his face is in a certain way, and so you'd see the shadow fill yeah, it in. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was not a fan. I mean, of that. he's the he's the one character design that I kind of am like eh on. I don't like his hair at all. The, is <laughs> it, that era stupid. when they were trying to do really contemporary cartoon hair, like we talked about it in Titan AE with Matt Damon's nineties hair. He does have Matt Damon's haircut. It's except like, he it's, also has that little Padawan braid which rat tail sticks thing in the straight back. out. It doesn't hang down, it sticks out. It drives me nuts. I just want to like press it down. Like gravity doesn't work this way, people. I, know, I even though I you're in space. Poke it. Like that was one thing um, in high school. You know, like on the girls' basketball team, they would have the little, uh, little, do the ponytail things. Mm-hmm. But you know, hair their hair wasn't long enough right. to do the ponytail. Oh, so just be like so a little kind of like a little nub, yeah. and I would mm-hmm. always go with the nub. It was always great. <laughs> That's they hilarious. hated it, but it was like amazing. You know, I think there was this era in those years at Disney where they were trying to make every new film look so unique and not really kind of embrace the fact that there is a Disney style. You know, we've talked about it before. It's like there's a reason why the Tangled characters look a little like the Frozen characters, look a little like the Moana characters. Like yeah. there's a there's a lineage and they all kind of are based on the same general structures and forms. There was a there's a few years in there where it seemed like they were really trying to be extreme and design unique looking characters and oh how like uh everyone in pocahontas looks nothing like anybody else in the disney pantheon yeah i mean that that kind of is an example of that but i'm i'm, I'm really talking a little bit later than that like like their sci-fi run that they had you know they did um atlantis sci-fi movie then they did lilo and stitch i consider a sci-fi movie yeah, and crazy. then they did this. They did three sci-fi movies in a row. This came before, uh, after Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, it was the next one after really? that. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and all of those, they really tried to go out there with their character design, and I don't think it's their strongest run of character designs, personally. Yeah. I, I like the character design in this, but I don't love it. I liked Amelia. Yeah, she was good. Um, I mean, I like John Silver a lot. The The... The band of pirates. The pirates Some of them sucked. were okay. The, like that the one, one that, that the one that was just a head and legs. And yeah, and then yeah, that was kind of cheesy. Um, the, I mean, but they were just uh, just a you know kind of background characters for the most part anyway, yeah. except for the one what is his name Scroop or Croup or something that oh, was the the spider guy. The yeah, spider guy. Yeah, like he was. More of a character, but even him, I was just like, eh, you're okay, you know? I kind of like, was it Arrow? Um, the big rock guy? Oh, what was his name? Let me see here. Let me pull up the cast. It, Vamp, I, Josh. I thought he was I thought he was kind of cool, like big rock dude. Um, I kind of got like a, what was, what's the guy's name from uh, I don't have a full of, cast uh, Pirates list of the Caribbean? 
Jack Sparrow? Nope. The Who other are you one, talking about? Like his like second in command. One from Mutton Chops. Oh, um, Ben. Ben. That's the yeah. vibe I got from him. Yeah, I and see I that. Like, okay, yeah, I see yeah, that. yeah. Arrow. Yeah, it is Arrow. Arrow. I know who you're talking about now. Okay, yeah, I was Rocky thinking ben. of a different guy. And then, yeah, the guy who falls into the black hole. Well, he doesn't really fall. He kind of gets murdered. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the rope gets cut and he falls. Yeah. Speaking of, how about that instant supernova slash black hole formation? Hey, man, it happens. <laughs> that was amazing. We don't know how long that happens because well, it's been millions of years also, by the time that we see it. Right. Also, they kind of they made a conscious decision to make this a warmer space environment than what is typically exactly and so they're not in space they're in the ethereum which is basically their version of space with atmosphere so that's why people can be doing things topside on their ships because they're in ethereum not space make sure that that uh anti-grav's on right exactly exactly i I always love in in sci-fi things where just because the gravity is off Apparently, everybody is instantly, like, pushing off because everything goes up. It's like, no, there has to be a force to create that, but I I always thought that was funny. Yeah, it's always weird because, like, people will be sitting and, like, it'll go up and everything will slowly float. And you're like, this wasn't technically moving. (laughs) This was literally just a cheeseburger. Right. There was no centrifugal force around said cheeseburger to make it fly off into space. (laughs) It's almost like the the gravity drive had some as- elasticity to it. And so when it turns off, it snaps back up. <laughs> maybe that's Something. what it is. Maybe, maybe it's just like a little right. jolt. Right. Maybe, maybe the ship just constantly buckling. Like, Vibrating? Like that a, could be. The vibrations just send it off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the engine is kind of going like... But I liked the way that they created space or ethereum ships out of traditional sailing ships and they just use solar winds. with solar sails and you know they had some like afterburners some some thrusters on them things well, like well, that well, that was uh you know fueled by the solar sails right exactly so, i mean well it's which kind of makes sense you're like okay yeah i guess, I guess. yeah it's kind of cool you know when they went into the design of this movie they set a rule for themselves i think it was um clements that set this rule for the crew and they called it the 70-30 rule, where they wanted 70% of this to look like a traditional pirate tale and 30% of it to look science fiction. So, like, the ship is designed with 70% of an actual ship in mind, and then 30% of it is just sci-fi elements added to it. You know, the sails, instead of being canvas, are that solar, metallic, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, things like solar that. And I thought that was a really cool uh, concept to, to do it that way, to kind of keep it with that warmth and romanticism of the idea of sailing on the high seas with a band of pirates and things like that. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. All right. You ready to rank this? Let's do it, man. So I'm going to give this two different finds. Two, huh? Yeah. I was not a fan. So you, you weren't really entertained by this at all. No. Like, it's one of those, like, I can I, – I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Don't have to watch this movie again. All right. It's like Tease I know enough. I know how Treasure Island goes, mm-hmm. and there's way ve- better versions of Treasure Island out there. So if I want any sort of, you know, fix like mm-hmm. this, I'll go watch something else. Um, what is your favorite version of Treasure Island? There is a made-for-TV PBS one 
Oh. Back a while ago. I think it was in I haven't the, seen that one. It was in the late 90s, early 2000s. I would assume it's probably early 2000s because it would have mm-hmm. been around trying to capitalize off of this. Yeah. Um, it's really, really good. You know, this was actually largely heavily influenced and inspired by and based on an Italian miniseries that came out in the late 80s called Treasure Island in Space. They actually drew a lot of their imagery and ideas from that from miniseries. This. It wasn't an animated series. It was like a live action series. Huh. And it's but, Italian. Yeah. So that I found that out. I'd, I'd be interested to look it up on YouTube yeah. and see if we can see any of it to see. Treasure Island in Space. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. All right. Let me uh, rate it real quick. Uh, out of five Jiminy Crickets, I'm actually going to give this one a 3.5. I really do enjoy this movie. I've always enjoyed the story of Treasure Island, and I think this is a good treatment of it. I've always liked sci-fi, so I enjoy the environments. Really, my only criticisms are um, the Goo Goo Dolls lead singer who sings the song in the middle, <laughs> which I don't care for. It's so random. It's so off-putting to me. He it's... just starts singing. And you're like, what is this? And that's the only music in the – that's That's it. the only sung that's song, the only yeah. song, and you're yeah. just like, hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. like, him – I'm not a big fan of David Hyde Pierce in this. I'm not a big fan of Martin Short in this. I just think they're annoying to me. And other those than that, two, and those are my two favorite characters. Other than that, I really enjoy this movie. I watch it fairly frequently, so really? I like it. I do like it. Okay. It's one. Of, it's one of my favorite science fiction films. Maybe next March to the Stars, I'll get some more sci-fi anime in there. Yeah, we definitely should. We definitely should. But a lot of it's series, man. So it just makes it so difficult. Yeah, it's hard, man. Unless we want to watch Endless Waltz. That's the Gundam one, right? Yeah. Hey, I knew something. <laughs> Good job, Gavin. Eiffel Tower. There we go. <laughs> nice. All right. So top five? Yeah, let's do it, man. Top five. And now for another top five. Josh Kane, you don't look ready for the top five. Are you don't ready? Don't ever say you arrived ready. I did arrive ready. I'm ready to go, man. I got my top five. Go. I'm first this week, You're I think, first right? This week. Okay, cool. So, my top five is something that people have been talking a lot about recently. It's a TV show. Back after a long time, Samurai Jack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? What? Um, <laughs> I love that show, man. It's so good. I've got the second episode. Really? I mean, it's one. as soon as it's done, I'm buying season five. So, I mean, yeah. I'm just kind of waiting till that, that happens. That second episode. There's a part at the beginning with uh, Aku, and you're like, <sighs> "What? It just wasn't good." Really? It is, it's a new voice actor, right? Yeah. Is it because that's not good? No, it was just it was just too silly. Well, he had, he he can be quite silly. This was he went and talked to himself as a therapist. <laughs> it was okay. It was really bizarre. Do you remember that episode? I think it's in season three when he's gathered all the children to, so that he can tell propagandic stories yeah. about how evil Jack is. I love that episode. And they keep it's like, so but good. He's a, and he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. That's one of my favorite episodes. The yeah. hot, the Aku centric episodes are usually my favorite. Yeah, this one though, it was uh, it was just a snippet bit. Yeah, it was about maybe a quarter of the show, mm-hmm. and I was just like. But then they go into Jack meets the daughters of Aku. 
Ooh, cool. And it's really, really nice. Cool. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm sold. Just knowing that Gendy's on the show and that it's more Samurai Jack, I'm sold. So as soon as it's available, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I can't it's, wait. It's good so far. Cool. My number five, I went with a little anime called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Nice. Good pick. I love Shinji. And I, love I should Asuka. write that down as a uh, honorable mention. I didn't think of that one. Yeah. It's, oh man, it's... It's really up there from some of my favorite mm-hmm. anime just because of the storyline. It's one of the only full anime that I've seen. Like, that and Bebop, I think, are the only two. Yeah, and it's it's weird because, like, you have this whole entire thing where you kind of figure out, you know, know what's going on, and then mm-hmm. they completely swap it on you in the second right. act. Right. And you're like, oh, no, this is all different. <laughs> this is all insane. And then, like, the yeah. mind games happen with Shinji, and you're like, yeah. what? And then everybody turns into orange goo. It's great. I've never read the series, but from what I know of it, I'm going to ask you this question. And I'm pretty sure you've probably read the series. Is it in any way inspired by or drawn from the Ender's Game series? Because they kind of seem similar. Isn't it like a child prodigy who has to like control some sort of... Well, he's not even a child prodigy. He's not? He just happens to be... Or his he's sensitive, son. or he's got enough midichlorians, or whatever it is. Not really. He's no? Just, he just is his dad's kid. Okay. And so, that's pretty much it. Alright. Yeah, there's some stuff that involves his mom, and like, Ray's a clone of his mom. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for everyone from the show that's been out for 20 years. Right. But, yeah, I mean, so like, Ray is a clone of his mom, mm-hmm. so he kind of falls in love with the clone of his mom but then oscar's there but they're all somehow kind of related it's really bizarre okay yeah it's that would be just that's a whole (laughs) hour-long you know conversation of figuring out what the heck evangelion is yeah that's what makes it crazy yeah i remember that when when i watched it when you have to sit down and figure out what the heck just happened from what you just watched right that's a great series yeah, yeah. For me. For me. No, I, I I agree. I thought it was great when I watched it. Especially when you have to li- like mo- watch it multiple times just to try and figure out what the heck happens. Right, right. All right. Number four for Gavin. Padma Inverted. That is a fantastic so movie, good. man. So good. It is so good. I'm still thankful that you chose it for us to watch on the show because, man, it was so good. I loved I, it. And I forgot to put Padma really here oh yeah until i mentioned well, yeah, it a little so while I did, ago i did a bunch of series oh, okay. i had like when we started i had one movie on here well that's kind of what you think of when you think yeah, exactly. of animation you think of series where i think of movies so that's why i was racking my brain for series mm-hmm. in my head trying to figure it out right all right so and the so unfortunately because i had forgotten about <laughs> Summer Wars. Oh man, I can't believe as a you movie, forgot about it. I'm going to put it as my number four. Dang. With <laughs> so it's a twofer. Ah, oh, Josh. So Kane. we're going to have Summer. I honestly want Summer Wars to be higher, uh-huh. but there's these two other things that it's my favorite anime movie so far that okay. I've seen. It's my favorite anime movie. So you would have been better off if we did top five sci-fi series and top five sci-fi, sci-fi movies, movies separately because yes, ah. then this would have been number one at the tippity top gotcha so but 
with these with the series with the other things that I have on here, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Summer Wars at number four, along with another anime series called Last Exile. Okay. Absolutely love Last Exile. It's yeah. it's steampunky, punky. It's kind of punky. <laughs> <laughs> it's steampunky. It's kind of like kind of uh... what we watched. So there's airships okay. and everything instead of regular ships. But when they they you know hit clouds and everything, it looks like they're actually oh, ships on the clouds. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they have a little kind of like kind of biplane esque mm-hmm. things that they use as like couriers and fighters and everything like that. And that's okay. The kind of like the premise of it. It's like huh. these kids there you know delivery people. Yeah. And they kind of stumble upon this big war that's happening. So. It's basically the same thing like an old naval battle. They come out. They turn sideways. They turn sideways. They've shoot got their cannons, cannons. And then they've got guys. Like, they're kind of like almost Russian guys versus like English, Hessian type you mm-hmm. know, people. Can't okay. really tell what type of. Because they're different. Um, <laughs> so they, they line up, you know, the whole line formation. And they've got their muskets drawn. And they mm-hmm. fire like that. So they. You know, kind of like broadside each other with cannons and musket okay. fire. It's kind of like a show, you know, like how, you know, old military stuff. Oh, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Napoleonics type stuff where it's like, yeah. this is a show. You guys are going to get shot more than likely. Right. So kind of like that. And it's really, really good. It's it's a great hmm. series. And Johnny Young Bosch is the main character. So. Uh your boyfriend. Exactly. <laughs> nice. But yeah, absolutely. Cool, love, I love Last Exile. It sounds good. And yeah, it's... And Summer Wars. I can't talk more about Summer Wars. I mean, I can talk more about Summer Wars, but we're going to wait we're gonna until May. We're going to do it in two months, yeah. So well, not even. We'll, t- we'll talk about Summer Wars. It'll be like month and a half. Month, yeah. yeah. Man, that's going to be cool. Anime is going to be amazing. It's might as well two months. It's the last thing we're doing in anime. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Two months then. Oh, we haven't said what we're doing in anime. Well, guess what, guys? Summer Wars is in anime. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Uh, l- little, little appetizer for you. A little tidbit. Number three? Is that where we're Number at? Number three. Yeah. All right. This one is one that it might be a bit of a stretch to call it science fiction, but I love it. And it's about an inventor who creates a weather machine that actually creates food. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I would consider it sci-fi because yeah. it does invent things. Yeah. I love that movie, man. It entertains me from top to bottom and every time. It's so good. And Bill Hader's fantastic in that Bill movie. Bill Hader's amazing in that movie. Bill Hader, Mr. T. Mr. T's amazing. Uh, NPH is amazing. Who's, who's, who's the girl? It is, oh, what's her name? Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Yeah. I was like. And James Caan is his dad. Oh, James amazing. Caan. Yeah. Oh, James Caan. NPH is Steve. He's great, too. Uh, yeah, it's so good. I love that movie. The sequel was pretty good, but that first one. Amazing. So that's my number three. My number three, I'm going to go with another little anime series called Trigun. Okay. Also starring Johnny Johnny Young Bosch. Bosch. (laughs) How did I know? Yeah, no. But yeah, it's... (laughs) Which one is Trigun? Because I get a lot of these famous ones mixed up in my head. uh, Trigun, he's a bounty hunter. Not the character. Like, what is the series? Like, is it like mechs and stuff no, or is it uh, like he's a dude cowboy red, dudes like yeah, shooting guns and cowboy stuff. dudes okay. he's, he's in a red coat i thought uh, that was what it was hair. okay yeah. i got you i got you and he has a cool gun yes okay. he shoots people it's like pew, 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 pew. 
And he and, and he he puts it on. That the was persona. the whisper. Pew pew pew. Oh yeah, it's silent. Pew, pew, pew. Um, he acts like an idiot because to throw people off. To throw people off. Oh, okay. Because he's got a six billion dollar bounty on his head. Oh jeez. Does he use Wulongs? No, double dollars. Six billion double dollars. <laughs> so whatever a double dollar is, I guess you could like two dollar bills. Two dollar bills. Yeah. So six billion two dollar bills. It's even more. <laughs> He's worth twelve billion dollars. Nice. Yeah, That's it's, awesome. it's it's a great show. Cool. Did they ever do a movie? Yes, they did. They did. Trigun Badlands Rumble, mm. which takes place in between the series. See, I don't like when they do that. So yeah, they they leave the series kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Because you don't really know what happens between him and Knives. Yeah. His his brother's name is Knives Million. Does he throw knives? No. Oh. He kind of shoots. He kind of has knives. But uh, <laughs> he's voiced, as a child, is voiced by Joshua Seth, who played Ty in the Digimon series. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Now I know what Trigun is. <laughs> and yeah, then, and then I later, get a lot of those mixed up. And then later, Johnny Young Bosch, in the new, in the kind of like the... Digimon Adventure Try, mm-hmm. Johnny Young Bosch, joins Joshua Seth again to voice TK in Digimon. Wow. Yeah, there you go. So the, the family you know. tree of anime. Exactly. So <laughs> they started working with each other, mm-hmm. left for a while, came back. And came back, full circle. Yep. It's a circle of life, man. All right, my number two is a film that we did earlier in Sci-Fi Month. It's not my favorite anime anymore but it's very 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 close it's my number two and it's metropolis okay. i still what, love what that movie your favorite anime remember boy and the beast is, is oh, now my right, favorite anime right. yeah thank you again for showing me that film but yeah metropolis i still i still love it there's so much about that movie that i just adore but it it's detractors are where boy and the beast excel yeah. So, Boy and the Beast slightly above, but I didn't really consider that sci-fi, so exactly, I didn't put it on exactly. this list. Like, I was that's to, more. Like, like, that's we, pretty much we, fantasy. When we were to talking, me. it's like, what do I consider science mm-hmm. fiction? So, like, science fiction to me is like robots and anything that has to do with like science, like right. space. Pretty much, if it's in space mm-hmm. or space is a main theme, right. it's a science fiction. Right. Where if it's not, if space is not a main theme, then it's more of a fantasy. Let me ask you this. Jurassic Park, science fiction? Charlie and I argue this all the time. She says no, I say yes. To me, that is pure science fiction. Because they do use science. I would say the book is more science fiction than the movie. Okay, I'll grant you that, I guess. Because there's way more science in the movie. And yeah, but I don't have to have like explanations of the science. It doesn't have to be Hunt for Red October where they literally tell you step by step how to build an atomic bomb. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't have to be that detailed for me. Like just the fact that, you know, there are scientists creating dinosaurs using new biological and genetic technology. I'm going to say the That's book, science yes, fiction. the movie, no. Weird. Which okay. doesn't make any sense. It, I, I will agree with you. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Okay. But to me, the book is way more science fiction than... Right. Yeah. So, Back to the Future. Science fiction? Garbage. No, come on. Don't be that way. Science fiction, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Does because that... because he does, cause there is an element of space in it because he is going through like the space-time continuum to go back in time. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Anymore. 
Starship Troopers. That Those would be the... I would consider science fiction. Well, clearly, yeah. Uh, there's one more that I was going to ask about. Cosmo. Um, E.T. That's pure science fiction. Okay, cool. Because he is a literal alien from outer space. An extraterrestrial, yes. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted those are kind of the big like generalization ones that I wanted now, to ask things. about. Um, I would also consider Stranger Things because even though it's not space, it is an alternate dimension. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think this is where we reached close to that breaking point of the superhero discussion. Yeah. Where, like Spider-Man, I would consider science fiction. Superman, I would consider science fiction. Batman. Not really science fiction. Batman, it kind of is because he's inventing technological he's also just advances. Really rich. Well, yeah, and it if, doesn't and matter if you, if you, if you have funding the, or not, well, whether well, or not well, it's if, sci-fi. Well, if, you, if you do the Nolan stuff, he doesn't invent anything. The Nolan stuff? Yeah, like the Christopher Nolan stuff, like the stuff oh, of Christian who, Bale. Where does that he, stuff come from? He has Lucius Fox at Wayne Enterprises make it for him. He well, just, he well, just well, that doesn't matter who makes his... it. I mean, the story includes it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's... it doesn't matter if if Doctor Grant made dinosaurs, or sorry, yeah, Hammond. Because, because if Hammond made dinosaurs or not, or if it was some other guy, it doesn't matter who makes it. The technology. It matters that it's a part of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's we're cutting really thin lines. <laughs> yeah, we are. I just want to see where you're animated. where you draw the line. And yeah, like science. Like yeah. my number two. I wasn't considering it sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Until you did bring up season two is heavily science fiction, right? And if you go back, a lot of that plays into what happened in season one. Yeah, yeah. So my number two, I went with Disney's <laughs> Gravity Falls. Yes, good pick, dude. <laughs> it's really it was really tough to put it on here just because I'm I it's it is technically science, but I just don't I it's hard to see it as science fiction though. I think of it as science fiction. I mean, to me, it it really is. Oh, there's one more I'm going to ask you about. Yeah. Frankenstein, science fiction or not? Ooh. <laughs> I say yes. Is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. Or I'll give you an alternative, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Island of Dr. Moreau definitely is. So if Island of Dr. Moreau is, then Frankenstein Frankenstein must be, be right. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Agreed. Hey, we agreed on something. Hey, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, um, by the way, Eiffel Tower is when you say Eiffel Tower and then you give somebody a You give a high five, five right in the middle tower. so it makes yeah. a A-shape. Eiffel Tower, yep. yeah. Got it. So honorable mentions. Shout out to IT crowd. Uh, honorable mentions. I've got a lot because this one is – was a good one for me. Like I really enjoyed putting together this list. So I'll just go quick. Meet the Robinsons, Wreck-It Ralph, Tron Uprising, the series, Clone Wars, the series, the Gendi Tartakovsky one, The Iron Giant, Megamind, Monsters vs. Aliens, Planet 51, Ooh, Planet 51. Robots, Cowboy Bebop, the series and the movie, both awesome, Gravity Falls, of course. Treasure Planet, tonight's movie. Titan AE. I'm still entertained by it. I enjoy watching it. Hey! Every time. Uh, Futurama. Big Hero 6. Frankenweenie. That's why I asked you the Frankenstein question. Okay. 
uh, Lilo and Stitch, Mars Needs Moms, and I had to add Neon Genesis Evangelion because I forgot about that one. All right. I, so. I liked some of your list. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for my honorable mentions, I went, uh, get ready for anime. All right. Um, I went Gurren Logan. Okay. Cooley Cooley. Star Wars Clone Wars. Nice. Tartakovsky. Samurai Jack. Excellent. Futurama. Mm-hmm. Big Hero 6. Gundam Wing. I figured that would be on there Tenchi somewhere. Mulio, I don't know. And the whole entire Tenchi series. Okay. Uh, Futurama. And Padma Inverted. Nice. I was I was I really thought Padma would make it onto your list, but it makes sense that you're more of a series guy. And if we had separated them out, it would probably be second to be Summer Wars, two. huh? It yeah. Okay. Cool. It would I, it would it would really be a toss up. I would yeah. have to watch both of them back to back. Yeah. And then decide from there. Right. That makes sense. So maybe an anime. Okay. Well, animes should be our. Don't don't we already have them? Where our favorite sci-fi. I we think do we favorite, picked, we yeah. Are, not sci-fi. We should do favorite anime series, mm-hmm. favorite anime movies. All right, we can do that. <laughs> You'll have some long lists. Yeah, I'm just going to take a 30 <laughs> minutes just to do my honorable mentions. That's hilarious. I, I like, like it. like Pokemon and Digimon. And <laughs> all the mans. All the mans. <laughs> like Digimon. Digimon is technically science fiction because they do get sucked into a digital world mm-hmm. so like a computer pretty much yeah like tron but it's and they're literally made out of data mm-hmm. like tron but i don't really consider it an, a sci-fi. sci-fi yeah it's, it's really bizarre it's, it's weird really when bizarre. you talk about genres in literature in film tv in comics whatever it is People have different ways of defining things. There is no black and white. And I think that makes it all very interesting. And a lot of these things are, you know, you can have a mystery, thriller, sci-fi, fantasy story. It can have all those elements. It doesn't have to be purely one thing. So I, I love the endless spectrum that science fiction can be. And I mean, at the core of it, like my favorite thing is the science fiction part of these stories. Yeah. But I love that. They can have other elements to them. You know, they can have, they can be a romance and they can be a mystery and they can be a thriller as well as being science fiction. Yeah. So, dude, are you pumped about Audience Appreciation April? Well, we're not done. Oh, we're not? We didn't do our ones. Dude, I always forget about the top choices. Jeez. I'm the worst. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think because logically to me, like, I would, would do, do the honorable mentions, honorable mentions after the afterwards. fact. Yeah, but we've always done it this way, so I don't know why I'm not used to it yet. 35 episodes in. 35 times. Actually, no. We've We've only done it 34 times because we didn't do it in our very first episode. We didn't. Yeah. I recently re-listened to it. We did it in another – we didn't do it in another episode, too. We did a cartoon cafe instead. Oh, you're right. Was that the time we did Kubo? I think it was Kubo. Okay. We did Kubo with it. 33 times we've done this. Got it. But still, you should know. I should. I'm terrible. We should should do an extra – we should do two top five. (laughs) <laughs> in april just to make up epi- for it yeah like do yeah. Well, i guess like one episode we do two and another mm-hmm. episode we do then we'll be completely caught up with nice. top fives. i mean i'd be fine with that i like doing the top fives they're fun all right my number one is let me guess is it wally it is oh <laughs> i love how predictable i've become to you yes wally is and i before this month i don't think i would have put it on there but my rewatch of that this month at the beginning of march to the stars really reminded me of how much i love that movie i i find it to be 
a beautiful, beautiful work of animation and storytelling that is so impressive because they don't say hardly anything in the whole movie. I find that so impressive, and I just love it, man. Well, they don't say hardly anything. There's a lot of dialogue. There are the some, movie. not compared to most movies, though. Compared no, to most movies, when, when we get on the, the script would be very short. When we get on the spaceship, then it's like... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, look, a boat. <laughs> yeah, so Wally's my top. What's yours, dude? Pizza trees. Now, let's see if you can guess what my number one is. <laughs> Pizza trees. <laughs> Oh gosh! I think um, it's in my honorable mentions, and I haven't mentioned it so far. Uh, oh, is it Cowboy Bebop? It is very much nice. Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, Spike Spiegel. Yeah, man, he's awesome. Hey, oh, who we got to see in Metropolis? <laughs> we did get to. see We got Steve to hear. We, we got to hear. <laughs> and Aladdin. Who dies? They both die. (laughs) So we lost Spike. That's true. That's true. Oh man. Hats off. Moment of silence. Spike and Aladdin. Oh, we also watched. I showed you the the unaired pilot for Gravity Falls. Yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting. What'd you think? You know, like the character style was pretty much the same. They obviously made some different choices, but it was then more 2D. I liked, the I environments, liked it, was more... it was like they almost were doing like clip art of some things yeah. because it was probably just, you know, put together like, okay, this is the general idea. It's not going to look like this, but you could tell it was made for kind of a pitch. Like it wasn't and, really and since TV it, since ready. Since it was a pitch, they were able to do whatever music they wanted to in yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I said, yeah. and it's got like the galaxy quest when he gets in the, yep. like, bum, in the golf bum, cart and it just stops. It's like, yeah. oh, snap. I hit something. It was cool. Like, how? Wh- why is that on YouTube? Is it like an extra on the DVD package? There's or? no DVDs. They've never put that on DVD. Nope. What the hell? Disney puts nothing on DVD. They're so dumb. They could make money hand over mm-hmm. fist. But Disney's stupid. I've. There I've said must this, be I've some reason why they time don't. Again, Disney is idiotic when it comes to their TV shows. See, I thought they, it was mostly their... that they wouldn't stream most of it. But it's they're oh, not no. actually putting any of it on DVD. It's nowhere. Why? Unless it's freaking Phineas and Ferb. You can get Phineas and Ferb wherever you want, but you can't get anything else. That's weird. There must be some reason. Like, like some good reason. Because they're a smart no company with their product. What it could possibly be. They must not be able to make you, enough you money off of them. You can't get any Kim Possible anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't get any Gravity Falls anywhere. What about, any what about DuckTales? The like people, the classic ones. Anywhere. Um, I'm sure they probably had it on VHS back in the day. But not now. You yeah, I, do, I don't know who runs Disney Distribution, but they should be fired because they're morons. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry if you're listening and you run that or you know somebody that does, but they're idiotic. I doubt they're listening, but if they are, yeah, why don't you sell us it this stuff? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're gonna you would make People tons would of it. money. I know it's so weird. Like all of you, all all you have for Gravity Falls is you've got a journal. Yeah, which is that's great. It. I have it. It's cool. Only <laughs> thing you've got for Star is you've got the a book, which is great. It's oh, cool. Like that Dipper Pines hat that you bought. Is that even Disney merchandise? Or is that just it is somebody the, it made? It is the official Disney one, but I, okay. it's not distributed by Disney. Ah. Uh, yeah, weird. It's, that's so yeah, weird. I don't, know, I don't know what Disney does. I don't know. And I mean... Like, does Nickelodeon put all their stuff on heck DVD? yeah, dude. Yeah? Nickelodeon puts anything that they have out. I know PBS does. Because they, they're like, hmm. How can we make money? DVD sales. Yeah. Boop. There you go. That's what they do. 
so weird. There must be some reason. I don't know what it could possibly be. I don't know either. Other than they're dumb. Do do you remember ever meeting somebody from Disney television and maybe pissing them off? And this is a vendetta directly against you. A lot of people in my time. (laughs) So you've made it a hobby of sorts. I mean, I do my best. I know nobody at Pixar is going to do anything for you. Oh, no. They can all sit and spin, bro. I care, man. I don't care anything about Pixar. Man, Pixar hate. Um, But, yeah, I like the the art style Mm -hmm. in this a little bit better. Really? I I like the character designs. I liked Mabel because they're not as kiddie. I think they're older than 12 in this show. I agree with that. I would say they're probably 14. It's mm-hmm. like they look a little bit taller. They're not as squanch. Squanch. You've yeah. used that word on this show before. Because they've been squanched. And I love that you use your own personal. Squanch is a word. Josh Kane coined terms. Squanch is a word. Squanch. Um, yeah, they're they're just they're. It's weird how they like. I know you're talking about. Bi- they have bigger heads. Which is in, saying something. And saying something, but in this one, they look they look normal esque. Huh. Grunkle Stan doesn't look normal at all. He looks like this creepy goblin man. Yeah, he looks interesting. I It's weird because I found Gravity Falls to be one of the most expertly designed shows I've ever seen. I thought that the show oh, no, 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 no. I'm, was I'm not, perfect. I'm not saying it's, it's not perfect. Like, I love the way the show looks. Yeah. But compared to this, mm-hmm. I wish we would have gotten a little bit of something with this. Hmm. Just because I, I, I like that style. I like yeah. flat 2D. I, I really like flat 2D. Because there, there's a lot of anime that's flat 2D. Right. Gravity Falls isn't really flat. It kind of it's kind of more of a... like mm, It's om- pretty flat, but it has like layers of flatness. Exactly. So there's like depth, kind of like the multi-plane effect. Exactly. Yeah. I, I agree with that, but I disagree with liking the art in the pilot better. I liked it. I thought it was good. But what they ended on i thought was just like oh, yeah, from yeah, the no, first no, no. moment i saw gravity falls i was like this show is beautiful yeah and like i don't i definitely don't want to take anything away from gravity falls right i love gravity falls it's ooh. it's your favorite american television show it's animated television show yeah i was gonna say it was my favorite disney i was gonna say it was my favorite disney thing that has ever come out I was... more than lion king that's that's where I was drawing up. Wow. Lion King came up, and I was like, ooh. I, I love Gravity love Falls, Simba. but I can't even imagine that competing with something like Lion King. I get more Gravity Falls. Yeah, I guess. But I don't have an ending for Gravity Falls, really. They, well, they, they leave, but I want them yeah. to come back. Because oh. we have clones three and four that are still out there in that woods, man. <laughs> we got to get those guys out. Don't before they dissolve it in water? I was going to say, they're but, not there anymore. Dude, they're totally there. No. Did you not see, like... And they're the waterproof? Very, well, in the very... At the shelter? end, they're going through that stuff, and, like, they're looking, like, through a journal or whatever, and it's showing mm-hmm. a bunch of pictures. And in the pictures, it shows clones three and four sitting under like this yeah at that point yeah, yeah but and now and they're totally no. fine now they're not oh they're fine they haven't survived no long. it's raining in that picture but they've got a little awning over them and they're just like sitting under this campfire i'm they're sorry totally but fine. in oregon you can't avoid moisture for that long dude they're fine it's direct <laughs> water all right they're okay with humidity all right three and four i'll let you hold on to your little dream <laughs> so what would you give sing <laughs> Oh, gosh. Back to Sing. Um, four. Easy. 
A four? It, yeah. I was delighted by it. I thought it was really good. We've listened to the soundtrack like four times. Seth MacFarlane kills it. Seth MacFarlane kills in everything. He's really good in this. Like, he plays this really smarmy jerk of a character with a velvety, gorgeous voice, and it's awesome. Have you heard him in, uh... Oh, God. I think Family that... Guy? No. Uh... American Dad? No, shut up. <laughs> uh, it was... Ted? It was some sort of... I said shut up. It was some sort of uh, thing that he was doing in in England. Uh, it was something, some honors thing. Mm-hmm. But he sang, uh, he did that the song from the Music Man. He's like, uh, we've got oh. trouble. Oh, trouble okay. in River City. Yeah, fan. He's awesome. Like he's that. I would be willing to guarantee that that's his favorite musical because he's done he's done a lot things of stuff from the Music Man. Like in everything he's ever done, like he gets that in there somehow. So yeah, I'm not surprised by that. But yeah, he's great. Like if like we were doing a fan cast of that show, Charlie and I were, and we cast him as Harold Hill for sure. That would be. He would be the best. He would be amazing. I would totally watch that if they did it. But maybe one day, maybe. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's do it, man. We've rambled a lot. Shall I tell the people where they can find me? Yes. Well, right now I'm in Rapunzel's Tower, but if you want to locate me on social media, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. King. You can find the show on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast and on Twitter at Animate Podcast. You can download the episodes from iTunes and Stitcher, where you can also subscribe, rate, and like us. Can they like on there? They can rate. They can rate and review. review. Yeah. Please do those things. And you can also go to our website, which is animationstation.com, podcast.com, and there's a listen tab where you can hear the episodes there. And we have a Facebook page. Did you say Facebook? Facebook? And we tumble. And we tumble. Woo. I'm not tumble for words. <laughs> tumble, is just, tumble is just a cool place where I can go and look at people's And we've art. never bothered with Snapchat. So sorry, yeah. Snapchatters. Is that what they call them? Snappers. Snappers? Don't snappers. <laughs> we don't know. We're not into they're that like, crowd. They're like fishies. Yeah. Like snappers. <laughs> awesome. So next week we're doing Hey Arnold, and yeah. you probably won't be here. It's possible that I will be here for the recording, just as kind of a. I don't even want person. you here for the recording because you just you just make snide remarks. Oh and well, I'll just kick you out. Okay. But yeah, we might have a guest on, helping you two, out, right? Two guests on. Ooh, Who knows? cool. That's fine. I like I like having guests. Still finalizing guests. Cool. Cool. I'm excited to kick off Audience Appreciation April, and then, and we should reveal the the big prize package by then, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. You guys should, should be excited. We should have everything in by the second episode. Cool. We had some stuff that was on back order, and it's uh, shipping. It'll it'll ship like on the fourth, which the episode comes out on the third. So right. It's kind of like right. Really talk about it. So. Cool. I like it. All right. All right, man. I think that's about Are it. We done. We're done. All right, so for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Yeah, that's what you've been doing. That's what I've been doing. I like that, yeah. Made you look. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. 
subscribe to us on iTunes, and join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 